If you're a mamapreneur looking to grow your business in powerful new ways with the support of a mastermind and a business coach, I invite you to check out A Players. Being with women who are doing the same work, who are on the same journey, people who have done what I aspire to do. And I've never been more clear on the direction of my business. A Players is a 90-day group coaching program for mama entrepreneurs looking to get to the next level in their business. This is an opportunity to step into the spotlight and earn the visibility and the progress that you deserve. It is for game changers and action takers who are looking for the strategy, peer support and accountability so they can achieve amazing milestones in their business. Making the investment in yourself is like literally opening a door to the next level of yourself. It isn't until we really take that step and invest in ourselves that we are able to grow. In just 90 days, you'll achieve some of your biggest, boldest goals, all alongside some of our incredible mamas who'll be working on exactly the same things. I feel so well-grounded, at least in that VIP experience. And I'm also not feeling like I need to go off the rails and continue to offer other options now because this is nailing it. This is one of the most supportive and results-driven programs of its kind, and we want you to be a part of it. A-Players is a very special program, and it's only open for enrollment a few times a year. So if you want to take your business to the next level, this is your chance to make the leap. To find out more and book your enrollment call, visit mamasandco.com slash coaching. Hey, do you want to know my biggest boss moves that I've taken over the last 12 months? Well, if so, you're going to want to stay tuned. Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is The Business of Thinking Big, the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Hey there, and welcome to The Business of Thinking Big. As always, I'm your host and business coach, Leanne Kim, and I cannot wait to get started. Today's topic is all about making boss moves. That's right, taking a big, bold action that is going to get you to the next level. So I decided I wanted to do an episode looking back on my own 2021. And I've done a few episodes like this at the end of the year where we do that reflecting back and we share what we have learned in the hopes that it will inspire you. And as I was thinking about this, I was just not really lit up by this topic. But what did light me up was that throughout this past year, I made some big boss moves. Some things that I had really wanted to do, but previously I had not been taking action on. Essentially, what I'm going to share with you is these areas where I had been playing small and in the last year, I just decided I wasn't going to tolerate that anymore. And I really pushed myself out of my comfort zone. So today's episode is designed to inspire you and at the end of the episode, I'm actually going to ask you a few questions to help you figure out what your boss moves have been and maybe need to be as well. So here we go. My biggest boss moves of 2021. Number one, 
I launched my book and I did this way back in the early part of the year. As you may recall, my book came out in April of 2021. We really wanted our people to have it in their hands as soon as possible while we were still in the throes of this pandemic, which thankfully it looks like we are moving out of now. But at the time, my people were really struggling. So I hustled my butt off. And I would say, like, for me, the real boss move was in the last month leading up to the launch of the book. What I didn't share with you is how many decisions needed to be made in that last month. When you are writing a book, you're looking at things like front cover design and back cover design and getting people to write reviews for the book. And you're also, you know, putting the finishing touches on the editing and the layout. And it's a lot of big decisions, so much so that I was really struggling with decision fatigue. But the book project could not afford me to get lost in decision fatigue. So I just had to make decisions. I just had to say, yeah, you know what? That looks great. Let's go for it. Because sometimes when you're working on a big project, you can really get caught up in that perfectionism. And I'll be honest, I don't have this as much when it's things like this podcast, for example, or, you know, videos on social media. But there was something about writing this tangible thing that was going to exist forever that was like going to print that I caught myself a few times really kind of in that perfectionist zone, which I don't like to be in. And so I had to pull on my big girl panties and I had to just say, you know, what would a boss do here? A boss is just going to say, yes, no, change this, change that. We just had to make a lot of decisions quickly. And it definitely pushed me out of my comfort zone. But the end result was that we had a beautiful, well-written book that got printed on time. We had a massive success in terms of the pre-launch and book sales are still happening to this day. And already it's helped hundreds, thousands of people already, this book. So that was my first big boss move of this year. But it was really happening. You know, it all stemmed back to the end of 2020 when I was writing the book and, you know, starting to work on this, but it culminated in early 2021. The next big boss move of 2021, I hired an OBM or essentially an online business manager. Now, I actually hired her in 2020, but she sort of got onboarded and, and ramped up throughout the early part of 2021. For those of you who you probably know her, her name is Nicole. She is fabulous. And up until this point, we were doing a good job. We had a handful of different people in different roles. We had some virtual assistants. We had some marketing help. We had a community manager. But the trouble was I wasn't actually able to lead the team in the way that I wanted. Number one, I was doing too much of other things that were bogging me down. Number two, it's actually not my number one strength. I am a good leader. But being a people manager is a, is a set of skills that I just don't have. And frankly, and being a project manager, it's not my zone of genius. It doesn't really light me up to be in there all the time, managing the projects, making sure that everyone is firing on all cylinders. It just became kind of too much for me to handle. And so what we did was we brought in Nicole at the end of last year. We onboarded her and we just gave her more and more and more. And as we did that throughout the early part of 2021, what it forced me to do was just keep stepping back and back and back from being the doer of all the things in the business. So, you know, bringing someone in to essentially run my business, <laughs> right? I'm still the face of the business. I still do 
primarily, you know, the majority of the coaching. I still create primarily the majority of the content, but we needed someone that would help this business run like the well-oiled machine that I knew it could be if only I were smart enough to get out of my own way. And that took me a long time to get there. I'll be honest with you. I fancied myself a bit of a jack of all trades and someone that was good at doing a lot of things. Any of this sound familiar to you? (laughs) I know it probably is because the women that I coach say the same thing. Oh, it's just easy for me to do it. I've just been doing it so long. I'm really the best person at it. I'm really fast at it. That might be the case, but it doesn't mean that you should be doing all those things. So bringing in an OBM to run the business so I could further embrace my zone of genius was a real boss move for me. I waited a long time to do it, but when I did, I really embraced it. And boy, do I feel glad that we did it when we did it because, you know, our revenue grew this year. We're moving towards another year of exponential growth. So we really needed that person to come in and get optimized and really kind of really kind of fill that role, if you will, and step into that role and own that role. So that was another boss move. Related to that was we actually hired our first full-timer in the business. Yes, we hired a full-time marketing manager whose responsibility was to come in and just generate leads for us 24-7, 365. And on that note, I will say with those two hires, we are actually spending more on team than we've ever spent before. So you'd think that would make me really, really nervous because, of course, I'm so profit-minded. But in fact, what that did was, again, allowed me to stay in my lane, do more of what I do best. And as a result, the revenue grew beyond what we thought was possible. And so hiring that full-timer who could really just be in the business connecting with our audience online, learning more about them, creating great content for them. That was so essential because up until that point, we just had a little bit of marketing help here and there, and it was very piecemeal. And we needed someone to come in and own the entire marketing strategy from start to finish. And that's what we have now. But again, it took me a while to get there. So that was a big boss move because I had to let go of needing to do all the marketing, right? Being the the primary marketing strategist, I really needed to let go of that and trust in somebody else and say, you know what? I'm doing a good job, but you can do better. Here's our assets. Here's my creative. Here's some ideas. Go run with it. And we have seen phenomenal results. But at the time, it was really scary. Bringing your first full-time team member on and paying a full-time salary is a big, scary move. So if you've been resisting this, but you know it's needed, let's have a conversation because I feel you and I, I, I know that there are major things on the other side of that. But that said, it can be really hard to move through that fear of paying a full-time salary and trusting in someone to take your vision and grow it. But we did, and we're seeing wonderful results there. So really happy with that. Another big boss move was saying yes to an in-person conference. Rolling the dice and having the courage to go back to an in-person conference after not doing it for two years. And I might add, we were the first entrepreneurial conference in Toronto post-pandemic. Nobody else could get their ducks in a row quick enough. And in fact, a lot of the, you know, entrepreneurs in my space in my area 
had already decided a long time ago to go virtual this year because that's what they felt more comfortable doing. And I totally respect that. But we're, I think in my team, we're just more open to risk. And I felt that the reward of getting to be with our people in person again outweighed the potential downside of what might happen if the in-person stuff didn't go well. So we held off on making this decision as long as we possibly could. We made the call as soon as we found out we could go in person. We were already holding a space, thankfully. And so as soon as we got the green light, we said, you know what? It might be bumpy. It might not work, but let's go for it. And because of that, we had the best in-person event we had ever had. From an engagement perspective, from an attendance perspective, from a revenue perspective, this event was the most successful event we'd ever done. And we had the least amount of time to plan it. It was happening at a venue we'd never used before, a bigger, more impressive venue than we'd ever used. And so we had the learning curve of, you know, learning this new venue, working with a new events team. And again, it had been two whole years since we did it. But I'll tell you, the big payoff for me was the moment I took the stage in the morning and I just screamed at the top of my lungs, mamas, we're back. And if you've ever seen photos of me on social media where I'm standing on stage in the sequin dress with my arms in the air, that is pure, genuine emotion. Like I tear up even now just thinking about how much we had to do to get back there and how amazing it felt to be back there after two years of basically living this sort of half life. And I think it was just this emotional moment for all of our mamas too. Like they all had been playing smaller than they wanted for two years. And here they were, you know, in this case, double vaccinated, sharing these moments. A lot of them came on stage, you know, the awards that we did, the recognition that we did. There were many women there that had been in our community for three, four, five years. And to be able to celebrate that moment with them was probably one of the most emotional things I've ever experienced in this entire business journey. So that for me, that moment was like, and this is why we did this. This is why we rolled the dice. And I, I just think if you're out there and you're, you have the courage to do things that other leaders in your space are not doing, you will be rewarded for that courage. It may not happen right away, but trust me, My women are going to remember that conference for years to come. It's going to inspire them to come back. It's going to inspire them to bring their friends to my community. So we know that even though it was a roll of the dice, it was well, well worth it. I would say that might have been my biggest boss move of the entire year. And on a similar note, we did the same thing with our in-person retreat that happens in Panama every January. This is a a retreat that I run for mama entrepreneurs. It is six full days in Panama. At the time of recording this, it actually hasn't happened yet. But again, once we started to see these green lights in terms of travel and things getting easier, I saw this as an opportunity to get back to doing one of the things I love the most in my business. Like this one-week experience that I take these women on is nothing short of life-changing. And they tell me that. And so while we had to miss 2021, we'll be back in January 2022. And my hope is that as things start to become more comfortable for people for traveling, we'll see that retreat experience grow in 2023 and beyond. And so again, 
this was really a courageous move, I think, on myself, my team's part, not knowing if it's going to go perfectly to plan. And of course, you have the added element of, you know, post-pandemic life and COVID tests before travel and all those things. But regardless, I, again, I can't help but think that the payoff is going to be so well worth the risk. And speaking of taking risks, I did another thing that I feel was quite a boss move, which is I raised my one-on-one coaching rates. And I did this heading into the fall. And I did this because the demand for my services has been extremely high. There's always more women who are finding themselves and finding you know, their own business and want to work with me. And not all of them are a fit for my group programs. Frankly, some of these women just want one-on-one coaching. But the problem is there's only one of me and there's only 24 hours in the day. And so I had to really look at the one-on-one coaching that I was doing. I actually really love it, but I'm very selective over who I will bring in to this one-on-one coaching experience. And so in looking at the experience and what we were bringing to the table I realized essentially that we were underpriced for what we were delivering. And so we raised those rates knowing that 95% of the population is going to say no to that, right? It's not going to be a fit for everyone, but that didn't bother me in the least because, and since then, we've still maintained the number of clients that I like to work with at a time, which is not a lot. And they're not having an issue with the price at all. In fact, they're feeling even more well-served and they're hitting even bigger results in their own work. And that tells me it was the right move, even though raising our rates can often be scary and it can produce a lot of emotions. But I knew this was the right thing at the right time. And so we did that. We made a big leap in our pricing there. One of our areas that we really doubled down on in 2021 was our digital presence. So previous to 2021, we were kind of, as I mentioned before, we were doing a little bit of marketing here and there. We had no overarching strategy. So we brought in a full-time marketing manager. And in doing so, we really wanted to make sure we were generating quality leads across multiple platforms. So up until this point, we'd really only been on Facebook and Instagram and mostly organic. But in the last 12 months, we have leaned more heavily into LinkedIn which is a platform that I know my mamas are on. A lot of my mamas actually start working with me when they still have day jobs and they want to transition into running their own business. So LinkedIn is actually a beautiful place to reach them. And we also implemented a Pinterest strategy this year. And you're going to actually get an opportunity to hear from my Pinterest strategist in next week's episode coming right up. So you'll learn a little bit more about why we felt it was a good time to lean into a new, basically it's a whole new lead source for us that we hadn't tapped into before. So we stepped into that and we've been seeing wonderful growth as a result of that. And not only that, we made a strategic return to Facebook ads. So we have done Facebook ads in the past, but to be honest with you, I felt like we needed more intention with our ad strategy. And so we spent a lot of time thinking about what role Facebook ads plays in our overarching strategy. And so now we have a much clearer understanding of that. So you may actually be seeing our Facebook ads more and more now as a result of this. And now that you're listening to it, you're probably like, oh yeah, I have seen her ads more. And that's a good thing. But I would say overall, we probably doubled our digital presence. 
through a lot of these different strategies, through, you know, expanding the reach of this podcast that you're listening to right now. And that was something that previous to this, we just didn't have the time or the human capital to do. But we, we said this has to be a priority in 2021. We have to reach more people given our goals and our mission as a community. And great thing that we did lead into that because we're seeing the results. We're seeing the growth that we were planning on. So that was, you know, for me, that was a big boss move. It was kind of an area that had had been kind of set to the wayside. And we decided, no, it's finally time to lean into it. Even though, again, we had our hesitations, we were actually, you know, here's another area that we spent more on than ever before. Just like our team, we're spending more on marketing and lead gen than ever before. But again, we're seeing it in the gross revenue. We're, we are generating more revenue than we ever have in the business. And that is a direct result of this enhanced digital presence that I'm speaking about here. Okay. And last but not least, you know, big boss move of 2021, I would say, you know, I personally let go of a lot of stuff. Essentially, I stepped even more into the role of CEO. That was absolutely critical that I start to do that. And so what that looked like on a day-to-day perspective is team members coming to me and me encouraging them to figure it out on their own. People dumping stuff on my plate and me reminding people, actually, I don't do that anymore. Someone suggesting, oh, Leanne would be great at this and me saying, no, you know what? That's not an opportunity that I want to lean into right now. So sometimes saying yes to your business and your goals is really a lot more of saying no to a whole bunch of other stuff. Does that make sense? I hope that it does. And as I say, a lot of this stuff, this really requires a lot of courage. All of these boss moves required me to step out of my comfort zone. Not only me, but the team in general. It required us to pull on our big girl panties, as I say, and step courageously into the unknown. And that can feel so frigging scary. And I know that that's happening for you too. It's happening in your businesses too. But here's what I have to offer. Every time we did this, we said, even if we fail, think about the learning. Even if we fail, we're not really failing because of all of the other things that are being gained. I use MamaCon as an experience. Even if the conference didn't go perfectly to plan, which by the way, it did. It was probably the most flawless conference we ever did in the end because of how much energy we were pouring into it. So what we did is we said, even if the conference doesn't go perfectly to plan, we got to think about all the other things that are going to come out of this. Our customers will have a great day. They'll be able to connect in person. They'll be sharing on social media, which will grow the brand. They'll, you know, and that will actually lead to more podcast listens. And that will lead to, you know, we sold a ton of memberships on that day for new people that were experiencing us for the very first time. So we had to have the belief and the trust in ourselves that even if the conference was a flop, All this amazing stuff and this learning and this growth would come out of it, even if it didn't look exactly how we wanted it to look. So I want you to be thinking about that yourself. If there is an area that you are fearful about taking steps forward, please know that feeling fear is totally normal. It is a part of being human and it is a part of being an entrepreneur. Nobody expects you to be fearless, but there are some massive gains on the other side of that fear, if you have the courage to move through it, just like we did. 
And if you're up against something that feels scary, I would encourage you think less about what might go wrong or what might not work and think more about the, yeah, but what if? What if this does work? What if we do pull it off? What if we maybe don't have the success we want right away, but we learn a ton as a result? That's so much more valuable to you than needing to succeed, right? It's the learning, it's the growth that should be more valuable to you. So I want you to be thinking about that. And I'm going to ask you two questions to wrap up here. Number one, what are some of your biggest boss moves from the last year? Think about it. What are you the most proud of having accomplished as a result of taking a leap of faith or cultivating that courage that we're talking about? What are your boss moves? And then my next question is, what is your next big boss move? As we shift into 2022, and again, we further shift away from this pandemic, more possibilities are opening up, more opportunities are going to present themselves. What are you going to do with that? What is your next big boss move? And here's what I want you to do with these two questions. I want you to ponder it. And then I want you to post it on social media and tag me at Leanne Kim Coach using the hashtag Boss Move 2021. Okay? Boss Move 2021. That's your hashtag. Tag me at Leanne Kim Coach because I want to see what are your boss moves? What are you doing to reach that next amazing level that is out there waiting for you? I know this stuff can be hard, but I also know that you have it within you. So think about it, share it with me. I'd love to hear. And I hope you found this episode helpful. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the business of thinking big. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com. 